Stoveleg Media, igniting conversation. Good day and welcome to Extreme Common Sense with your hosts, Trisden and Ray. We hope to leave some of the social polarization behind and dig into the gray area middle of society and politics. When the far left and the far right hate us, we will have succeeded. All right, folks, welcome. Here we are with Extreme Common Sense with Trisden. And Ray. Uh, pleased to see you, Ray. How's it going, man? I'm all right, man. How are you? Very good. Long time since I've seen you. God, when did we record last? Oh. 20 minutes ago? Yeah, 10, maybe, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, just long enough to grab a drink of water and get back to it. So I like the- when we do back-to-back shows, especially when one is kind of free form and the other is with a guest. And we have us a guest today. Oh, man, this is going to be a fun guest. You reckon? I think so. You know, one of the things that I like, and I've got friends that always ask, you know, can I be on the show? But I'm like, well, if our politics is close to the same, like it's kind of a boring show. It's like we're all just patting each other on the back. But when you get somebody that uh, that sees it a little bit differently, I think you can have a little bit more fun. And I think that's what we've got coming in today. Now, that begs a question. Do we always have to do a political show? Because I've got a buddy of mine who's actually opening a store here that's uh, like magic and games, gaming and cards, which I literally know nothing about. It could be nuclear fission as far as I know. Well, I, and he's like, man, I'd love to come on. He was talking about maybe sponsoring us. I'm like, man, that'd be cool. Well, we'll just I, talk about it. And I will get it doesn't rid- have to be politics, does it? I'll tuck the joke in I was going to make and say, if he's talking about sponsoring us, absolutely Yo, get him joke? in. You're going to make like a nerd joke? No, I was just going to say, I was falling asleep here and you tell me about it just because so I you know, know nothing about it either. I don't, you know, but from a guy who collects baseball cards, so it's not like I don't I have a nerd card in my pocket, but I don't know much about magic. No, but no, I don't. To your point, I don't think uh, the, the the show is going to be great with guests. So, I mean, if somebody's got an interesting story or that's something to I talk thought. about, it doesn't have to be political. That's exactly. I mean, what I we kind of. I think that's a comfort zone for us. Yes. No, nah, we'll we'll talk whatever. Yeah, that's that. That was my thought. Yeah, exactly. Uh, watches, kind of your thing. Like watches, cars, yeah, and sports and I memorabilia. Sent you that. Uh, piece on John Mayer, who I've come to love because he's never going to replace Jerry Garcia, but he's playing with Dead and Company. I mean, yeah. John Mayer is an amazing guitar player. Massive and talent. I'll, I'll tell you a quick story on that. It's may, maybe eight or 10 years ago, I'm watching a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame show and it's Stevie Ray Vaughan getting inducted and John Mayer inducted him. And Mayer, and I didn't know much about him. He was a pop artist, you know, pretty kid, whatever. And he, because I remember Vince was still alive. I said, man, have you ever seen this kid play? Because he went all the way through. He's like, now here's how Robert Johnson played the blues in the 20s. And then here's how Howlin' Wolf played in the in the 40s. And here's how, you know, B.B. King played in the 50s and 60s, right on up to Stevie Ray. And I'm like, my God, this guy's amazingly talented. Well, he winds up playing, you know, as part of Dead & Company, not replacing Jerry Garcia, but he's the pretty good fill-in. But apparently he is a huge watch collector. And yeah. they say he's worth about $40 million, and about $10 million of it is in a watch collection. I read in the article you sent that it was he's worth $40 million in watches. Oh, no kidding. Which is that 10 or whatever portion of his. Oh, so I read that wrong. Yeah, Holy so he cow. has $40 million in, in watches. watches. Unbelievable. One was but as a watch 000. guy, that's freaking phenomenal. Yeah. yeah I've, got, I've got two. <laughs> this is really off topic, but I do have two we do. quick uh, John Mayer stories, if you want to hear. Okay. So the first John Mayer story, um, he's from the same town of character actor Justin Long. 
they graduated high school together. If, if you know, if you're listening to this, Google Justin Long. You've okay. seen him in a bunch of like late. He's 90s, one of those guys whose early, faces you know exactly. Like he was in a bunch of comedies from you know turn of the century. But really funny guy. Still does a lot of stuff. But uh, he went to Hollywood and had a couple jobs and kind of came back to his hometown on a break. And John Mayer was working at the gas station on the corner. And he was like, you know, I really root for him and stuff. And, yeah, I pull in there and he's like, yeah, you know, I've got a, a meeting in Hollywood coming up. It's supposed to be, you know, a pretty big deal. And Justin Long was like, OK, you know, kind of we'll see. Like, you know, our high school's not going to produce two ah. big celebrities or whatever. And now, you know, of course, John Mayer a million times <laughs> blew you know, up. Nobody blew up. knows Justin Long. That's yeah. funny. So, yeah, it was pretty good. And I have been to two John Mayer concerts and thought they were both miserable because it's just jamming. Like if you probably get high and go to watch somebody just play guitar and jam, it's great. Now I want to hear him play his singles, but like he doesn't like the singles and the pop stuff. What as prompted much. you to go the second time or the first time? Well, the first, well, on a date, as you know, our job or your old job, my current job provides free concert oh, tickets. Gotcha. And I was dating a girl initially in gosh, 2004 that wanted to go so I went and I just thought, man, this is miserable, but got free tickets again 15 years later. My wife wanted to go and I was like, all right, but I don't know. And it was just the same thing. Like, you know, plays like, fest. he's well, got like 20 singles. Yeah. He plays one of them and then he's just, you know, the whole time. Like if that's you just funny. love guitar and right. somebody that's a talented guitarist, but man, did we get off topic? Yeah, we did. All right. So we do have a guest today. Would you like to introduce Tony? Oh man. And I we mean, are. And this is politics. This is political. Okay. Yeah. All we're right. we're going so to have some fun because politics today. Tony claims to be middle right as we claim to be middle left. And okay. we'll kind of see you, the audience can judge uh, where you find us all to be. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome in Mr. Tony Perkins today. How you doing? How's it Hello, going, Tony? I uh, I feel like I got a big target on my chest at the moment. <laughs> like before that we do anything, on the microphone. before we do anything political, though, Ray, I know you live right out there where that tornado went through. How's, yeah. how's your How's your property? Yeah, we were fine. Thanks for asking. There were people uh, uh, texting, and and I, you know, the sky was dark, but um, I guess it was three or four miles from us. So, uh, and I don't know what the well, damage was. Well, but, right in between you and where I was, I was about uh, four miles north of you visiting a friend. We were watching the Kentucky ball game. And I, apparently it did touch down. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah well, and there's some pictures of some pretty uh, extensive damage, extensive you know, barn damage and like that. Fortunately, as far as I know, nobody was injured. But, right, but it's uh, been a crazy, uh, crazy. I heard on uh, I heard on uh, one of those Lexington stations uh, earlier today that there were seven confirmed tornadoes on uh, January first. Jesus. So and, and that one was an F one. I um, as opposed to an F U. No, I'm sorry, Tony. <laughs> that would be that's the worst tornado the is an worst. FU. That's tornado. what those lefties are always saying. But see, now, in the interest of full disclosure, Tony and I met years ago when I was working your job, when I was still in radio, actually selling a little bit. And we, as he said, uh, when we chatted a little bit before this show started, we have golf together and such. So we know each other's politics a little bit. So I won't ask this question. I'm going to defer to you for most of this show because I don't want to be offensive to Tony. But <laughs> is all this crazy weather global warming? Go ahead, Tony. Oh no! I, you know what? I think it's easy for the right to say to or for the left to jump on and say every single thing that agrees with them is global warming. Right. But it's just like right. when you have a really cold day in December. Yeah. Oh, I guess it doesn't exist because right. there's. So it's kind of the same for both. Like, look, I think it's it's over time. If you're seeing a lot of crazy weather and the patterns really seem to be something that are completely unusual by all standards. Then yeah, probably. But does a one cold day mean that it doesn't it exist? No. I mean, do you put any stock in it? I do not actually uh, see. We've already found an area of agreement here. Uh, you know, the, the uh, I don't think it's global warming. Uh, the, the there is cyclic trends in in the climate and uh, the, the 
uh, jet streams been moving south, and you know, so it's, uh, where areas that used to be colder are now warmer. And we're, I might have that backwards. It used to be colder, warmer are now colder. But in the grand scheme of things, nah, it ain't global warming. But yeah. what science would you have that would make you to believe that? I don't have any that makes me believe that that uh, that it is global warming. Yeah, I mean, well, that's my question. Is like, are you saying that based on that you've done some research and you feel like not, or you just don't know that much about it? I remember as a young lad in the seventies, and they were telling me we were all going to die through due to uh, icebergs. The big, the big chill coming on. Yeah, I, I don't. You know, it's it's an interesting debate. I, my only retort is a hundred and fifty years of burning fossil fuel can't have done the planet a lot of good. I, I think that two hundred, three hundred years from now, our our. Uh, we know what our ancestors are. What are the people that come next? Our predecessors? That they, sounds right. The, people the ones that come, that come before you are the predecessors. Are, are the predecessors? The post-decessors. No, I, I take that are. back. Ancestors won't come before you. Yeah, ancestors before. Yeah. I know, well, but predecessors, predecessors before are you also. too. So, okay, so, so two or three hundred years. Our, uh, our lineage. How's I that? think our lineage. <laughs> our, 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 uh, that's right. Our, our offspring will I'll look back that. at the period from 1870 to 2070. 2100 somewhere fossil fuel will stop being used much the way we look at the middle ages where people were getting cut and bled out. Like we say, Oh my God, they bled people. Didn't they know that they were running the risk of killing them? Yeah, they knew, but it was all they knew at the time. I think 300 years down the road, our offspring are going to look back to that period and say, Jesus Christ, they burned fossil fuels didn't they know how dirty they were making the planet whether or not it's changing the temperature of the planet it certainly made the planet dirtier I we will, know it's i will made it uh, dirty. i will concede to you that that right pollution is is a big part of it right. um, so fact, if nothing else a, we know the small, planet's dirty uh, a little known fact about yours truly way back in the uh, mid 80s i actually solicited for public interest research group. oh perk Yes, yes, sir. <laughs> That's a left-wing outfit. They Tony. are a left-wing outfit. Actually, <laughs> I know, Perg. That's there, funny. There, there, and it was about water pollution. And, uh, Tony, we got to talk about that. I'm not necessarily on the air. It might be boring to, but I did a very similar <laughs> thing. Canvassing neighborhoods, knocking yeah, on doors. Yeah, well, that was uh, so summer I, of 86 man. to 87. I was a junior in college. Jesus, Tony. Yes, I both sound like community organizers. Yes, that you was the last are both thing. Now, I will say this. Uh, <laughs> He'll um, love me for this, though. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> A good chunk of that money was paying people, but uh, you know, I, I, and I, <laughs> they were paying me. It's so funny. I came to, I did the, I, and we have known each other for years and never had this conversation. It was, it was the New Jersey Environmental Federation, but it was an offspring of Purge. In my case, it was Purge. Michigan. Right. And I realized even as a young lad, as you said, that a lot of it was just left wing crazy. I mean, some of the people, oh, a lot I'm, of I'm sure that some of the people you were with were like, Oh, they were out there. Yeah, they were out there. Well, and we no, were no, we yeah. were suburbs of Detroit, which you know that's all left area too. And, and, right, but, uh, that's but funny, you know man. I you know I believed in the um, you know fighting water pollution. Now there's probably right. Uh, right. I'm sure there were so a lot better ways to go about it. So here we go. Digress. You want to hear my best story from that? So you used to go to neighborhoods. You had to get permission from the police and wear an identification and wear identification. Identif- knock on doors. All right. So there was. Uh, Oh gosh, I was going to say Burnham Woods, but that's here in Kentucky. I've I've forgotten Oak something. It doesn't make a difference. It was a at that time pretty upscale condominium complex, and this is this was for me. It was eighty eight actually, so that's a long time ago. It's maybe in disrepair now. I've slept since then, but uh, yeah, 
But this is 20 minutes from the Meadowlands Complex. Where I grew up is 20 minutes from the Meadowlands Complex, right? So knocking on these doors, and the door answers, and it's Mark Johnson from the 80 uh, Miracle on Ice team. He's playing for the Devils. A lot of Jersey Devils lived in this complex, five or six or a handful of them. And I, and I'm, as I'm talking to him, I'm sort of making this connection. I mean, he and I are basically the same age. I was 20 in 1980. He's 21 or two. And so I said to him, uh, he was a great guy. I think he actually wrote a check. And I said, you don't happen to have your gold medal here. Said, Hang on a minute. I don't know if he had it in a vault or was the only time I had a gold, well, it was in a glass case. I didn't actually have it in my hand, but it was like under a little glass thing. And I'm like, oh, How shit. freaking this awesome is, is Oh, it was that? fantastic. That's my greatest story oh, from, from knocking on doors. Yeah, Mark And that's Johnson. a miracle on ice. That United the States ice defeated Russia yes. when nobody gave us yeah. a chance. So the, that was yeah. 1980 and, and this would have been 88. So it was eight uh, years later. It wasn't the defeat of Russia that got him the gold. That's medal. right. It was the next game. Oh, no, that's right. Sweden, that one's got Sweden him into Finland. The, uh, Finland. Yeah. That's yeah. exactly right. I think that it was, was Finland. I'm, that was the semifinal. Yeah. yeah and they right. kudos to them that they came and won that game. All right. So again, off topic. Tony, you a Trump Nothing guy? Nothing wrong with off topic. You a Trump guy? Am I a Trump guy? And can we confirm that's, too that is he right Tony to Perkins the psycho? <laughs> is that right? <laughs> Actually, um, I'm a that's Tony. He's an Anthony. Okay, oh, he did go. not go by. Okay, go. although I will say this: my I, I believe my dad had a sense of humor. But I am named, I am named after him. <laughs> nice. nice. He was a he, he was a uh, a very good actor. Oh, nice. Gosh. He always played a maniac. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he was a very no, good actor. That's exactly. Nobody right living now. in your attic or basement. Hopefully, nah. <laughs> well, Locking you know, in a chair. Steve, we all live upstairs. Downstairs, uh, the cats get that room. So. <laughs> okay. But in, in all of my musical knowledge. Comes through osmosis from my wife. His yeah, right, right nose. Yeah, his right that's nose. exactly right. Nice. But, but to answer your question, I'm a fan of Trump's policies. I'm not a fan of the Trump the person. Hear that a lot. You do hear There's that a quite lot of a bit. People who have said that. Yeah, you know. And there is a distinction. Sure, and and you take that back to the the Bill Clinton days. A lot of people would have said, "I'm not for uh, Bill Clinton personally." That's absolutely uh, correct. Yeah, but um, Bill Clinton fair. also had to stand uh, stand in court and say, you know, he took a lot of heat for his mistakes too. And I, I I'm yet to see Trump do that much. Well, Clinton was enough of a politician. He, I hate that word. Was uh, he he uh, recognized when the uh, the Congress uh, rolled over to the Republican side that he was going to have to work with them to get anything done. Right. And, and so he did a good he, job. And he of that. moved to the center. So, right. So look, as a look, politician, Clinton he did a good was, job. He was always kind of in the middle, though. He, he was never really super far left that I recall. No. I was younger, was but not, I don't ever remember he was coming out. He, on the first of, first couple of years, they were out there. They were trying to get some some left things done. Well, it was health care. I mean, that uh, was the big one. Yeah. yeah and once uh, you know, Newton and uh, the, the, all the Republicans came in, then yeah, he realized that if he was going to get anything done at all, they, they were going to have yeah. to, to compromise. And then that's see, that's kind of what we've gotten away from in Washington is right now. You've got the extreme left and the extreme right, and not much in between. Very, very little. Yeah, very little. And so certainly in, in uh, the House of Representatives. So uh, yeah, and, and uh, so what? What do you think, Tony? As uh, someone who's uh, further right than either Trisner or I, but you said again when we were chatting before the show that you wouldn't consider yourself far right. Um, just all that mistrust and distrust, because I've said ten times on this show that. The phrase flyover country is a very dismissive phrase that comes from the coasts, be it, you know, the Hollywood elitists or the New York uh, ivory tower people. But by the same token, the Hollywood elite and the Northeast liberals is is as dismissive by the people in middle America. So it's not one or the other. It's both. What why are you so mistrustful of Nancy Pelosi? 
And I, which I assume, which I assume you are. We don't have enough time. Okay, so yeah, no, actually, you do, man. It's only uh, ten minutes into the show, so yeah, what no, is it, no timer what is it today. You find so distasteful about her. I didn't expect that question. Um, well, um, I disagree with her on virtually everything as far as policy goes. She's she's about as far left as they go. Is she though, or is it just something that? I hate to put it into this vein, but as well, a representative, she, or is she it just is, something that Fox News constantly beats the drum? Well, they no, not necessarily. Beat. She represents uh, an area of San Francisco, that area there, which is very left, is. and so she is representing her constituency. I don't, I don't, I don't begrudge her that. Right. Um, but uh, it, man, she can push my buttons. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, you make such a good point with that, and I think you see that. I find it a lot more with female politicians, and I don't know if that's universal, but I think that. Uh, you know the lightning What's the point I make. You said I make such a good point. With well, what? Uh, that, that people really tend to villainize Nancy Pelosi oh, as deeper yeah. than I, I dislike her policy. It's a hatred that you see on on social media. Well, now isn't it becoming that way with AOC? Well, AOC and I think Marjorie Taylor Greene certainly on the on right. the other side. Yeah, okay, interesting. Just, I would just like to know why, with so many men, and I don't. I'm not saying it's sexist. I'm asking the question: Is it sexist? Like, I have you know uh, parents in law or people that I'm related to that just despise Nancy Pelosi with the fire of a thousand hells. Mm. And it's just like this. If you said, why do you hate her so bad? There's no answer. It's right. just, yeah, well, we disagree politically. I'll, I'll give you some but answer. I don't, um, okay. You might recall the, uh, the, the, and this was uh, during Obama's days when they, when they wanted to pass the, an extremely large spending bill. I don't remember the name of it, but she made the, the famous phrase, you know, we have to pass the bill before so we can find out what's in it. Right. Um, right. I think that there might, there is a lot wrong with that state bill. There might have been the health care bill. Could have been. I don't yeah, remember which it bill it was, but, but but that that comment right. is so condescending. 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 I, I, I little, I try to get my tongue working properly. <laughs> and as and as a middle America guy, you know, I'm in the flyover country and she's one of those pointy headed liberals. So I mean there you go. Right. There's the there's the, the, the other sides of the spectrum. But, but you can you can always find politicians though. Like every politician, certainly one that's been in it for a long time. Like you could you could pinpoint something that you know. And every Trump speech, out of every Biden speech, that you know, I'm not saying that she didn't mean that. Um, but you know, man, if every bad comment that these people have, if we're going to hold that against them forever, I mean, I don't know. I I just don't hear that as something that was maybe more of a slip of the tongue than somebody. Well, that saying, wasn't a slip of the tongue. She did. She meant it. She meant that nobody knew it was in the bill, so they had to pass it. Oh, we have to pass that. it before you find out what's in it. And, and, and see, but it wasn't just that. That's been the thing with all of these large spending bills, not just that one. Right. Everyone since then has been the same way. You know, they, they come out with this massive bill, trillions and trillions of dollars spending, okay. and nobody gets any time to read it. No, that's very fair. And, and, now, and I will say this, you know, and, and, you know they come out with a, um, an infrastructure bill. 10% of its infrastructure. The other 90% is crapola that's been thrown on there. Why can't we have just a okay? We need a we need a bill for roads and bridges. Sets all right. A bill for roads and bridges. Nothing else. You want to do a bill for uh, you know helping out this particular uh, segment of the economy or, or or doing this or doing that? Fine. Put them on there. All right. Well, then here's an easier standalone bill. Here's an easier question than Nancy Pelosi because I, I didn't intend it as fraught with that kind of emotion that Trisden referenced, but I understand now that it is. So how about this for a conservative? What is, in your opinion, the place for government? What should government's job be? Maybe it's not easy. Way, way, way less than what they're doing now. The primary function of government, national security, mm -hmm. 
uh, infrastructure, um, regulate interstate commerce. That's pretty much it. Uh, Army. My head. Yeah. Army. Well, military. No, well, military is national defense. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Already and, comes uh, under. Yeah. And, and um, off the top of my head, those are the big three. Yeah, you know, security. So, so for you, it's not necessarily personalities. It's just your distaste and disdain is because you uh, feel that they're overreaching. There's too much government. Way overreaching. It's coming from both sides. But, uh, you know, um, I'm an outside sales rep. I, t- I deal with companies. I sell maintenance, repair, and operation supplies. And, and, and over the last several years, the biggest problem every company has is finding and keeping good employees. Mm-hmm. Okay, if you got a good one, you got to keep them because right. other people want them too. And, and, and it's even worse now because over the last year and a half, it's, we've been paying them to sit on our butt. Right. Okay. And, and, and if you do want somebody to work, okay, well, they work kind of. I mean, they know they can get away with it because they got nobody else at work. Mm-hmm. You know, the company I work for has the same problem in, in the warehouses. You can't get anybody that, that will show up for work. But that's not a fault of government. Well, if government didn't get involved with uh, the handouts, then then oh. uh, well, but then there'd be less incentive that. to sit at home. But you've got some feelings on that. Well, now, in 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 while Tristan's I'm on the topic, defense? Tristan has mentioned in the past he comes from a, a poor upbringing. Have I, I mentioned see. that? I always I, forget I that I mentioned that. It. And well, and I have also in, 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 the, you know, my parents got divorced when I was 11 years old and during my teen years, a lot of what we ate was whatever I could catch or shoot. Really? Yes. We were extremely That's an poor. Exaggerate. Who the that is not an Jed exaggeration. Or the young, co- no shit. Like that you went out and hunted and ate the food that night. Every night. I did that too, but it wasn't every night. I mean, it That's was wild, periodically. Yeah, we, for sure. yeah. This, this is back in the, this is back in the, the. Late seventies. That's wild. Early eighties. I cannot tell that story and being a suburban North Jersey kid. No. no. Yeah. Well, and you talked about <laughs> maybe a trip and you, to and con- you talked about hunting and, and that's such. Wild. And, you know, but uh, that's really interesting. I'd like to have a dollar for every rabbit I've ever shot. Wow, that's crazy. That's or, or yeah. pheasant or so, partridge or so that's sort of squirrel that, or you know. I mean, that's very noble. I, mean, that's, I, I respect the heck well, out of that, and, but and, that uh, goes a little towards the rugged individualism. I didn't speak with my dad for over twenty years. Right. Because he just, you know, he left, yeah. and we we were in, and you were in a you tough got a spot. single mom, three kids, and this That's is wild. And, and you were the, the oldest, and, and this was back before you had. Yeah, I was the oldest. That's crazy. Man. This is back before you had. Uh, but that, that's some that, of those. That is uh, a wild digression, Tony. That's and and that's that's really interesting, and I do respect you for that. But as far as the payments, I mean, you kind of addressed that in our last show. Like, you don't have a real problem that uh, a, a uh, virus caused people not to work, so there was somebody there to help them out a little bit, right? Well, yeah, no, that's that's my thought on it. Is let's not forget about the people that do have to show up. You know, if we're going to give three hundred dollars extra a week on top of what we already are giving, well, not folks, that, but I'm saying it, I, I take that point. Sure, but but because people could couldn't work. The government sent them some money. Tony, I, I don't profess to speak for I want to expand on he, it when you're done. He, okay. But he has a bit of a problem with that because that shouldn't be the place of the government. You would say something different. Yeah, no, absolutely. I would say so. I mean, if I look at my check and one third of it is gone, which it is, then yeah, I think it is only fair that if a once in a generation pandemic comes along, some of that money might be there in the event that I need it. Yeah, I think that's fair. I'm, I'm, and to expand on what I'm talking about, um, short-term help, I don't really have a problem with short-term okay. help. Okay. It's the long-term help. Right. You know, you got, you got people that are just, okay, I'm going to give my check. So you're not a fan check. of Andrew Yang's um, pay, what, what do you call it? The, the uh, uh, 
pr- not primary payment, but he had automatic payment. Oh I mean, he gosh, was, if you had he that. was, he was suggesting like $12,000, um, a vaguely, year, a thousand dollars a month, huh? I vaguely remember it. Yeah, yeah, it was like a yeah. guaranteed income yeah, program, a guaranteed yeah. minimum income. Which, of course, yeah. if you want to talk, minimum if you want to income. talk guaranteed minimum income, okay. Well, uh, a level of minimum income that gets you by just fine here in in Kentucky, right? Uh, you, you're you're That's below be poverty 3, level, yeah. In that, Connecticut, exactly, and, and, and I'm so, no fan of that myself. I mean, I think I think some of the thought behind that was automation is going to uh, do away with so many jobs that you're going to have to do this in order to have a any semblance of an ordered society. But I'm, I, I mean, Tony, where you and I would agree wholeheartedly, I, I will say this, and you'll agree, I'm sure, is that there's never been a social program design that's as good as a job. I agree because so much more comes from just going Reagan to work than well, and I would agree <laughs> because you know pride and self esteem and all that stuff. You know you can't be told you're good; you have to accomplish a few things to realize you have worth. So in that we agree wholeheartedly. Yeah, I had a conversation uh, a few months back with a uh, young lad who worked with me uh, doing epoxy coatings, and, and uh, he's fresh out of high school and he's trying to figure out what he wants to do. and, and So what's talk, the epoxy coating? About- a sideline to your sales job? Yes. Oh, yeah, nice. Uh, See? Hustling um, dude. Nice. Okay. Still but, shooting uh, rabbits, you son of a bitch. No, I'm just no, kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, actually, I'll tell you I'll tell you an embarrassing story off air. But, uh, okay. Yeah. But uh, I, hadn't, I hadn't been hunting in 40 years, oh. and, and, it's, and it shows the last time I tried. So. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I was talking with this guy, uh, and I won't say names, but I, I told him, I said, really, you know, if you want to be successful, there's really only a few things you got to do. The first one is just show up for work. That's it. That's that's. The second one is is work while you're there. <laughs> and the third is don't cause problems. If you and can see, do those three things, everybody wants you. And see, I'd agree wholeheartedly. And that's where left to center, right to center. So all right, so so we are in full agreement. But the show is better when we're not in agreement. So so where <laughs> so where's all the dissension, Tony? What is it that you think the well, right has in for the left? The left has in for the right. What are we missing? I listened to. Uh, the po- the podcast you guys did when uh, when I was going to be here, but uh, oh yeah yeah turned uh, up sick, right? And you accused me of hiding. <laughs> oh, just so terrible with names. Our guest was oh Derek 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 yeah, yes, Derek, yes, um, Derek. You, was, yeah, I don't yeah. think you had a guest that day. Yeah, well that that was a week ago tonight. What we did two episodes. Yeah, we did two episodes. yeah, you might have had him the, the episode before me. Yeah, but, yeah. but you, you know yeah. you you laughed a little bit. And, you know Tony's right Tony's, right right. Tony right. didn't want to come in and face the music. And, <laughs> and meanwhile I'm sitting there going I'm gonna kill Ray. It wasn't COVID. It was just a. It was well. Could have been, I don't know. Yeah, okay. I mean, uh, you know, I, I had some of the symptoms, but not all of them. And, right. Uh, but it was... Uh, Are you vaccinated, Tony? I am. Um, well, good. That's cool. Probably primarily because, you know, in my occupation, I call on places that right. require you to be vaccinated. I call right. on uh, the University of Kentucky Hospital. Right. You're not going to walk in there as a vendor if you're not vaccinated. Okay. Right. Okay. So it's it's a it's a business decision. Right. If I didn't have to do that, I, I don't know if I would or not. Uh, gotcha. I probably would. You know, I don't. I don't have a thing against the vaccination. I don't. Uh, I don't like the um, mandates. The mandates. Now the mandates and, and, are a slippery slope. You well, weren't true. sure and, about them, right? Yeah. I mean, My, it, 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 the less mandates, the better. I think on most things. But yeah, right. there's if you're like to your point, if your job needs you to do it, it like if you're a nurse, look, you either get it or you get another job. Right. Like you're not being made to get the vaccine. You're just being made to either get the vaccine or get a different right. job that's more suited to your beliefs. Well, and they're not taking into account uh, folks who've had the disease and therefore have some natural immunity. Right. My son had it. You know, this is actually way back uh, late August. It, it affected the football season for him, but uh, he had it. And, and, and 
You know, we asked the doctors about it afterward, and they said, well, he's had it. He's got natural immunity. He probably shouldn't get a vaccine. And there's a good percentage of them that still say that. Yeah. The problem with that, too, though, fair. I think is the more uh, different variants that come out. Like some variants would be affected by previously having, uh, but it depends, like, which variant you had. So it's kind of like right. the flu. Like, because it changes so much, it, it is dependent on the science. So and each variant that comes yes, out is mild. If it's the same, right, if Seems it's the same, be, yeah. same variant, then, yeah, you're totally fine. But if it changes and then comes back, then you could be in trouble. So, so how can we sit here, the three of us and find all this agreement? And yet this country is just so fractured. You were going to, you were going to get to that. I'm going to remind you of something that you said. Okay. You said that, um, it seems, and I'm, and I'm paraphrasing you a little bit because I didn't write down the exact quote, but you said, it seems that there's a lot of people on the right that just hate people on the left, Yeah, but it doesn't go the other way. Uh, I think actually Trisden said that, but I'm not t- sure I would that, I that. I would take that. I would take that. And I would and say, s- I think it's to the point of, okay, we don't know each other great, but I like you personally. We've had a couple interactions right. on Facebook. One of your messages to me as a guy that you barely know was the abbreviation for fuck Joe Biden. Oh, now, Brandon, let's go. Brandon. No, no, it was oh. literally FJB, oh. which is fuck Joe Biden. Oh, okay. Now yeah, I, I picture off of uh, it was a, guy, it was a, a, a meme. It was like a truck edition, no, right. yeah, right. limited edition, so, FJB it, it, edition. It, so my thought would be, I wouldn't do that in like to anybody just based on the fact that you know I don't I don't know you know not that even that I don't know you that that well like I probably wouldn't walk up to Ray and you know know when we both vote the same say man fuck Trump you know and I just feel like that is something that hatred is more on the right than it is on the left because people are look, Joe Biden has had a very mediocre political career for a hundred years. I don't know that he is worth the His family's the, doing the, right. The, real well, the what's that? His family's doing real well because of it. Well, I don't know. I think his family, well, I mean, his son, I guess, is another conversation. But if you're holding every politician to, you know, whatever. Oh, he's not alone. It, it, family. It's, it's rampant in Washington. He's not alone. Sure. But yeah. but I, I guess my point is, like, if I jump on Facebook today, I'm going to see about 20 people say something similar to let's go Brandon or fuck Joe Biden or he's got dementia or he's the worst. Look, our side didn't like Trump. We didn't like his tweets. We didn't like a lot of the stuff he said. We didn't like his policy. We didn't like how he handled January 6th. But I just don't know that our temperament was such that it was like, man, fuck that guy. I fucking hate him. Like, so, I just don't know. So that your that point was, is there seems to be more hatred on the right. I feel there's more vitriol on the right. And you would say, and you wanted to. You don't remember the lady carrying around the Trump head? Look, no. Look, <laughs> I, and she would be one of my first examples. There are some celebrity examples. Uh, Kathy. Griffin. Kathy Griffin yeah, did that. That's who and, we're talking about. And there was a couple. But she's a celebrity. You guys, I'm not talking okay. about some far off, like, you know, some right wing, like, I don't know. Who's the guy that hosts the show? Uh, the shoot any of these guys, Alex Jones, Alex Jones is who I was looking for. Yeah. Of course we expect those guys to do it. Mm -hmm. Of course we expect the super far left Hollywood people. But you seem to see it in an everyday neighborhood. In 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 your bros chatting it up or people that, you know, I think there's just more hatred. It's not just Trump though. So if you go back to the Bush administration in February of 2007, Cheney went over to Afghanistan. He snuck over there. You know, people weren't supposed, weren't supposed to know he was around and the Taliban made an assassination attempt. Right. You know, the suicide bomber blew up and everything, and, and uh, you know, he missed. And, and of course, when uh, the news got out, the uh, reporters on CNN, oh, too bad he missed. You know, the guys, if if at first you don't succeed, try try again. Now, these are the quotes. You're saying the, a, pl- a political analyst News that? anchors were saying I, I don't that. believe that, Tony. I don't. I, I don't. I'll send you. Send me I'll the send, link. I'll send you a date and, and time. I'll find it for were you. Were they fired? Because I just, no, I just don't here. see the. I, it's hard to imagine. Yeah. I, uh, I I get accused of siding too much with 
guests, be they right or left, because you picked on me for not answering, or, or I'm sorry, Dave Townsend picked on us for not answering tough enough questions of our buddy Aaron, right? right? I, well, and, and, well, but let me make I'll, a point because I'll it's, when you're, yeah, when you're, it, it's going to be, step it, on you. well, no, I'm, I'm going to sort of agree with you. I think that the left did treat George Bush terribly. And you know what, Tony, this is probably going to sound like a real left-handed compliment, but I think a lot of people, uh, are, let's, Go back to Trisden's point, the, the celebrities, John Stewart, Trevor Noah, Bill Moore, people like that, looked at Trump and said, why we shouldn't probably have been beating up George Bush the way we were, because look what you have now. So the left did, and I think you could take it back to Reagan. Now, I wasn't a huge Reagan guy because I, I just, I came of age during that time. And I thought that- We both did. Yeah. And I thought that, I, I mean, I understood Reagan's appeal and he was marvelously talented as a, you know, the great communicator. I just thought that there was a little too much emphasis on materialism during that time. And I'm not a huge guy for that. I'm more of a people person than accumulation of stuff. And it seemed to be the Reagan era was he who dies, he who dies with the most toys wins. Yeah, the material and girl that came was, in that time. Right. Excess eighties, baby. Excess eighties. Yeah. And that always put me a little bit off, but I, but I understood him, but the left beat the, beat the dog shit out of Ronald Reagan. And they did as well to George Bush. And maybe that is the left's cudgel to bear. Maybe they crossed a bear and, and they should stop using that. Well, that goes both ways though, you know, too. Like you know, to, to your point, like they murdered Barack Obama for eight years. They did. And Barack and Bill Obama did. And, 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 and the history. Oh yeah, no, for sure. Rush Limbaugh did for sure. But, well, but did uh, CNN, Fox News? No, of course. Well, I mean, no, CNN's going to lean News left. certainly did. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, so, yeah. But I, and I think history will put him in in terms of some of the guys, uh, George Bush Senior, that uh, you know, one term president. But you're you're definitely seeing a lot of people that you know. I mean, if like if Bernie Sanders won on the left, people would be like, "Man, we really miss Barack Obama, right?" And that's sort of what happened with Trump. Yeah, when you see how, how the ex- extreme something can be, then yeah, of course you miss the middle of the road guy from eight years ago, right? But see, tell yeah, us, I'll, I'll feel better about the media when they start going after the left like they do on the right, even half as much. Well, but but you, people say that, and, and is there a biased media? Of course there's a biased media. But, I mean, it's like you can't discount the 40 people on that own talk radio, that none of them are on the left. So you've got, you know, hundreds of millions of people listening to right-wing talk radio every day. Now, is that the TV media? Uh, of course you see the you're some of your MB, MSNBC analysts and your CNN analysts that are going to tend to go a little left. But then you've got your Fox News going right and you've got your Newsmax going right. So, look, if there was a day that it was extremely left wing, I would say now that it's balancing out with talk radio and with uh, some of the new well, and, and right wing. And YouTube, I think, is pretty far right. Oh, really? YouTube is? I don't know about YouTube, but uh, the, the, the reason it's there is because there's a market for it. Sure, there's yeah. a market. There's a market for it. But right. there's a market for a lot of fantasy, but, too. Like, there's I mean, a point got, we, have okay. to, well, we have to find some reality in it. You know, October 2020, you know, the, the October surprise, uh, Hunter Biden's laptop comes up. You know, the New York Post granted a right of center newspaper, right. comes Owned out with this story. I'm sure it's an October surprise. They probably knew about it ahead of time and said, well, we're going to we'll come out with this in the middle of October. It comes out, and what happens? Twitter cancels their account. Facebook and YouTube, they all block any reference to this thing until after the election. And there's still nobody's really looking at it. So what is it that those lefties misunderstand about conservatism and conservatives? Conserv- conservatism and conservatives. God, I still didn't say it right. <laughs> yeah, I and think you're close enough. Conservatives. Conservatives. I think I, think I understand my, what you mean. Yeah. yeah. 
what, 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 what do people on the left misunderstand about you? I'm not a racist. I'm not a homophobe, but I get called it every election cycle okay. because, because I'm right of center. Okay. Okay. Guilt by association, if you will, although I don't associate along those lines, but, but every, uh, every election cycle, they are, we're, we're going to starve grandma and, and, uh, we're all racist. We're all homophobes. We, we don't, uh, well, we, you know, it's, it's, and that's a great point, Tony. And I think that's fair, but then that, that's I been guess, my whole life. Right. But I guess then that would beg that question that you and I have talked about on this podcast, which is why the wink and the nod to the racists and the, like, let, let, let's be honest. I'm not winking and nodding. Even too. though he, he's, uh, you know, I don't want to cast dispersions on the deceased. You know, Limbaugh was the most successful radio person in the history of America. And I think Rush was, um, very comfortable allowing you to think that he was racist or opposed to homosexuality. I think that was sort of part of his brand. And to me, you know, you got to kind of answer for that. If you're on the right, like there's a lot of really good people on the right, Rush, Rush, but that whole guilt by association thing. denied being racist. Well, he may have vehemently denied it, but then he had the little episodes that he did. And the, you, you know, parody, the, man. and he was fired on ESPN for a racist comment. He was. So he got, he got fired about every job he was on, except for. Well, and I will say this, like, I, you know, I've and, got and a if, lot of, and if you state enough things and, and, and stick to what you say, you're probably going to offend somebody. somebody well, how about this comment, Tony? Now that I'm yeah. sure you'll find this very offensive. And I <clears> think it was our buddy, Bill Maher, who said this, and you f- please feel free to disagree. Um, because I, I, again, I think a lot of what you're saying is just good old common sense, kind of the Dave Ramsey model, but Mars said not all and I think this was in 2020, 2019, in Mm -hmm. 2019, not all Republicans are racist, but if you are a racist in 2019, you are more comfortable in the Republican party. Not necessarily. Okay. There's plenty of, there's plenty of people who are racist that happen to be uh, non-white. Of them. I don't know if you can you can be prejudiced. I think racism is actually the dic- dictionary definition is yeah, it depends a how you define power it, but, structure. But yeah, but, uh, yeah pre- if, who if are you're, biased if, and prejudiced? And, okay. But if you're gonna you know group people by physical attributes, right? Short people, fat people, white people, right, green right, people, right. purple, whatever, whatever. You, then 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 you're racist, right? I mean, as you, you, you however you're grouping them, or you're prejudiced because you're we're biased, all, right? Yeah, we're well, definitely you're definitely biased and definitely prejudiced. Mm-hmm. And, I would call it racist because, you know, we're, 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 we're all people. Well, do you feel like Trump made some mistakes in how oh, he handled race? Oh, absolutely. Okay. I mean, you know, the, the, uh, you know, the, 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 the dumbass comment he made about, you know, there's good people on both sides. Fair. Because that, what that, I said about that stupid. comment, Tony, is why give Rachel Maddow the cudgel to beat you up with, right? Once he said that, then it allowed those people that you don't like, like Maddow and Chris Hayes and O'Donnell, to say, see, this is what we're talking about. You know, I never give your enemy ammunition to beat you up yeah, with. Yeah, and they had the whole, the whole thing about David Duke, and he was a little too slow to, to, yes. to, to, to yes. okay, deny so him. Then, all right, so then that begs the question sort of back to what I was asking before then. Why is that? I mean, Trump is not an idiot, even though the left would tell you he is. Donald Trump's a lot of things. Stupid's not one. So so what do you think? I think by hedging his bets that way, who is it he was appealing to? Why did it take him a while to identify David Duke? There had to be some people on his side who he thought, you know what? I don't want to offend them. So here's a way I can sort of work not to uh, offend them. I think he just likes attention. But who's giving him that attention with that? He's getting a lot of attention, and a lot of it not uh, not good attention, 
But, you know, it goes back to, I forget the guy's name. You said, uh, in, in, you know, Alex no Jones. such thing as bad advertising. Oh. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I don't uh, remember the exact words. Maybe Hearst or somebody, yeah. Yeah, it was a Hearst or, um, yeah. or Barnum and Bailey or one of those guys. Yeah. Some guy yeah, way yeah. back, but, you know, any any attention is good. Right. And, and, and so, but uh, um, did he make sense? Sure he did. I mean, but it goes back to kind of like you guys talk about uh, just as the, the, the thesis of this podcast. You got the way left and you got the way right. And there should be somewhere in the middle that we can kind of. Yeah, I would hope meet. so. I mean, it seems to be getting so, harder and harder. So to find. You know, I give Trizen a hard time about y'all. Y'all pick on the right a lot, but you don't really pick on the left very much. I've well, got, I've got first... left wing friends that have felt like that I've <laughs> that I do. So I think it is depends on the perspective. Yeah, now, you know, again, our first show yeah, was and, about how crazy some of the wokeism. Oh, there's and, and yeah. Well, I remember, I've, I've listened to every episode. Yeah. So I'm one of those three. He's one of the three <laughs> listeners. And you got to tell five people when you, when you leave to, yeah, to listen to this episode. The about bringing people in is they'll tell others. So Yeah, for but sure. No, go ahead. Uh, you were going to say. Oh, no, I don't think I had anything else. I think you were just saying that that maybe the strengths are, 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 are the, the, the uh, you, you, you do see that on both sides, that, that hatred kind of. I'm just trying to figure out where all the hatred is and what do we do with it and about it. Well, here's my problem, too, with the hatred. And I, and I often go back to social media because I think if Tony and I had never met and we grabbed a beer together at Buffalo Wild Wings and we're talking politics, <laughs> nice, we would probably find a, a lot more common ground than stuff we disagreed on. But if Tony and I, if our only interaction was Facebook, we probably would very much come to dislike what he we makes were saying. that point a lot. So yeah. I did. Yeah, and so, I'm not a qualified opinion because in spite of Trizen's best effort, I'm still not a Facebooker, but I think he really, I, th I think there is a, something to be said well, for and that. Well, there's also in, in social media, especially in the written social media, Facebook, Twitter, et cetera, you don't have the face-to-face -face contact, so you can't, right. you can't read the, the, the intent. Exactly. And, you know, sure. And, and so, you know, cause um, you the can nuance. put, you can put a, there you go. Nuance. That's a good you word. Put a, you can put a sentence together, but you can read that sentence, you know, several different ways, you know, depending on which, which word you want to sure. place the emphasis sure. on. And so, uh, yeah. you know, it's easy to be offended. You yeah. Know, it's, the old Benny Hill skit. What is this? What is this thing called love? What is this thing called love? <laughs> yeah, that's that's a, that's a perfect example. Of it. Yeah, but it's but, but, no, but well, there there is that there is some miscommunication, and you don't. Uh, and my boss always makes a great point that every time somebody receives a work email, they're reading it. What are you doing right now? You know, as opposed to hey, what are you doing right now? Yeah, you know, you, you always read emails, kind of just in right. the same on on Facebook, Twitter, etc. You always read stuff negative, but there is also some intent to own the libs. There is also some let's offend and well, you know people make like people mad just for the sake of. People there's what? people out there like to stir the pot up. Yeah, there's, right. There's no question. On both sides. Yeah, owning but, the uh, libs. Yeah, that well, that has become a catchphrase. Owning the libs, as as Rush used to say, living rent free in their head. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but how much of the Trump appeal was because they thought we finally had a guy? They being far right people or just you know right of center people that who representing us because he stands up to these liberals and he tells them how it is. Um, along those lines, not necessarily that way. I was going to say my opinion of the appeal of Trump is here. We got a guy that doesn't just take it. He actually would right. give some of it back. Right. Whereas, you know, some of the, for, the, for all, all of the history that I can recall prior to that, you know, the left and other people, they, they beat up George Bush, George W. Bush, Ronald Reagan, and they never, they never fought back. Mm. Trump always fought back. 
Now, sometimes he stuck his foot in his mouth and then uh, did some other things, but that was part of the appeal of Trump. Is so are there any liberals you like, Tony? Can you name two that you like, two, two Democratic politicians you like? Two Democratic I guess we should have given him some notes. So he, well, I didn't, yeah, I didn't we, know what you were he asking said, either, He so. said free-for-all, so I mean, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'm, um, yeah, there's 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 guys out there. I mean, you know, I, I can, like I said, I can respect Nancy Pelosi. She represents her constituency. They are very liberal in in that area. Just now, don't want it for the they're, rest. They're of the wrong, but they're <laughs> but they're very liberal in that area. Right. But uh, um, actually, Joe Manchin, uh, I can respect Joe Manchin. Uh, he he re- he represents um, uh, West Virginia very well. You know, he he uh, doesn't let uh, his party push him around, which is a good thing because otherwise we'd be spending another multi-trillion dollars on mostly non-infrastructure. Right. So, uh, you know, that that's one right off the top of my head. Um, given some time to think about it, I'd probably come up with a handful more. But uh, um, Here's so, a question I asked uh, to Aaron, uh, who was uh, our first Republican guest that mm-hmm. came on, and, and this is something that I, I have Didn't to ask. Have I find a, it um, fascinating. screen print shop or something like that, if I remember right? Uh, he, uh, he owns Brewery Pond. Okay. I was thinking there was somebody that held a screen print shop here and uh, it was a guest once. Oh, yeah. But, uh, Could be. We're okay. up to half a dozen hey, or 10 business guests. Business people now, are so. all right, you know. Yeah. yeah they are. <laughs> so, what would it take What would it take for you to vote for a Democrat in a national election? In a national election? Yeah. Somebody wants to darn far left. So, so, if a Joe Manchin, for example, was running for president against a Republican that for whatever reason you really disliked, you would be open to that? I would definitely open to, to him or. or uh, Somebody middle of the road, somebody closer okay. to the center. I yeah, because I, I feel the same way. Um, I mean, the problem we have is is uh, well, Biden ran towards the center. Now he's not he's not he's working not that way right now. He's not necessarily. Yeah, the left is the left is the left has got him uh, under their. They got a yeah, grip on him. I don't know him. the left has him under, but but I wouldn't disagree. He is, he is with definitely you. catering to what they want. Uh, right. He he is actually governing more progressively than I thought he might. Yeah. Now he didn't run that way, but. You know, the, he's you know, also I, reined and, in a lot. And I will say this: you know, um, if the Hunter Biden stuff came out, we might have a different president. But the main reason a lot of people voted for Joe Biden was because they're sick and tired of all the drama around Trump. Absolutely, completely it's, agree. I've, I've said that on this show. It's, 100%. it's, not, it's not necessarily. And they were tired, Tony. The exhaustion. You know, it's, well, you don't have to hear from the president every day or even every week. It's nice not to. What were you going to say though about Biden? Oh he, no, stuff I know. He's I, reined in. I feel like he's also came. You know. He, He's came out on some of these bills that have been pretty far left. And Come then, out. But go on. <laughs> I will never, ever uh, speak uh, correctly. So, but, yeah, he's brought a lot of stuff toward the middle as opposed to keeping it, uh, you know, on the fringe. Like, you hear about it, it's a fringe. You hear about it, you know, something's $20 trillion. Then by the time it actually, uh, you know, becomes a real issue, it's four. Well, so. how about this? So what did you think? Are you in the camp of Biden just totally screwed up in Afghanistan? You're a veteran. Thank you for your service. Tony was a Navy man, if I recall correctly. Correct. Wasn't it time to get out of Afghanistan, Tony? God darn, we had four presidents. It was time to get Bush, out of Afghanistan Obama. several years ago. Yeah, so, so however, so Bush, the way they did is what's the problem Well, is. but Bush Jr., but to, to Tristan's point, uh, 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 getting out of Afghanistan was going to be difficult in the best of circumstances. Let's be fair. Bush Jr. punted. That's the graveyard Obama of empires. Obama punted. Trump punted. All four, all three of those presidents had the opportunity to get af- out of Afghanistan. Not one of them did. Democrats and Republicans alike, because they knew it was going to be difficult. Maybe the beauty of being 78 years old is he doesn't have anything to prove anymore. And he said, I don't care what you think. I'm getting these kids out because I don't want to go to Andrews Air Force Base and meet one more effing coffin. And he got out. I think, yeah, it went south, but he did it. 
The others talked about doing it. He did it. Fair? I think the time to get out was after they got by. Uh, uh, oh, uh, 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 Bin Laden. Bin Laden. Thing. I want to say. I want to say. Oh, Biden. <laughs> I knew it wasn't right. <laughs> I know. I know. But uh, you know that was the time to get out. In, in, in my personal opinion. Um, but but Trump know, had the, an opportunity. How they went to do it? Well, he he started some things. He just didn't finish it. Right. But the, you know the key but there st- is so. So that said, I I know about the bad. Does Biden deserve some credit for getting us out of there? Yeah, he brought an end to it. I'll give him credit for bringing an end to it. Now, okay. The 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 execution was was poor. Now I will say this also. Okay, uh, a lot of that blame also belongs with the the hierarchy of the military. You know it's those guys. Those mean, guys. Those guys didn't uh, execute very well. You the uh, you've seen the story about the the lieutenant colonel uh, marine that. that uh, yeah, went on Facebook and, and yeah. said basically, yes. uh, uh, oh, yeah, Lieutenant that was a Colonel, big story. Yeah, 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 it was a big yes. story. He, I forget his so, name, but right. the, the, the long and the short of it is, is I he, think it cost he, him his pension. Yeah, he it? was well, he was court martialed, yeah. and, uh, and and there was a lot of argument whether it was going to cost him his pension or not. He, I think he had 17 years in or something like that. He something was close like to pension. What, right. what is the story? I, it's eluding me. Uh, there, there was uh, um, back in the spring, I don't know the exact time frame, there was a lieutenant colonel in, in the Marines, he was over in Afghanistan. Commanding officer of, of, a, of a, I want to say battalion. I could have that that wrong, but but the long and short of it is, is he went on Facebook and he basically said he called out the hierarchy of the Marine Corps. Said you went about this wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, somebody needs to be held accountable, and 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 they didn't like that. And so right. he ended oh, up being okay. he, and then he was told don't Question go on Facebook. Right. And he did it again. Yeah. And oh, wow. so you know that's disobeying an order. And and, sure. and the military man in me says uh, you know better than that. Of course he knew he was going to get in trouble. Right. He knew that, and he just he. He felt like he needed to make a, a point, and it was worth his career to do it. So social yeah. media. Net, he spent uh, time in the brig. Uh, yeah, he did. He spent, uh, yeah, he spent uh, um, a quite net, a bit of time in a the A net plus, net negative, net neutral, what? Social media. Has it made things worse? Has it made things better? Is it just all that convoluted? It's a great question. Yeah. Man, well, there's a great point to be made that it's going to bring upon the downfall of society. So <laughs> I don't know what could be worth that. I mean, I don't know that it's necessarily that bad, but man, it's there's a lot of bad, a lot of good. Well, the problem with social media is is that the people who own social media have their own uh, bias, and so they're able to control what gets through. But that's yeah, free there's, market, there's, though, too, right? Yeah, there's, I mean, there's, yeah, it is free market. So, like, if you don't like it, you go start another one that's a different. So, I mean, it's, I mean, I. I to me, freedom of speech doesn't go to any of the social medias. I mean, it's they have it's their business. They can control the speech on that. And if you don't like how they're controlling it, you go somewhere else. Like, I just feel like I've I've always hated that argument that people whine and piss and moan that they're kicked off Twitter, or Facebook, or you know Instagram. Look, go start another one if you don't like it. It's not they tried it's to, not guaranteed Harvard. in the. They did try. They tried to uh, parlor. I think is what it was called. parlor. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if it's still around. Or it, not. Did, it, it lasted like an hour. It disappeared. Yeah, it, right? Yeah, it's, it's gone because. It's, well, and they were they were squashed. I mean, you know, the the the, the, the powers to be are like we don't need any more competition. So mm. yeah, they squashed. It. Well, Trump, I think, is starting one right now. It's he might be. I, there, there's been talk about that since since, uh, um, you know, since he uh, Biden came in. Yeah, and then um, you know it might work and might not. And, you know, but, uh, yeah, social media. Um, Right now, it's probably not that good because it it fosters more of the the the, the strife. Dissension. Well, and, and a, lot know, of strife. And, a lot of that's Russian. People don't realize that a lot of oh, these memes and a lot of this crap that is really putting folks against each other. That if you're getting to the root of who's putting out some of this information. This is not your cousin that's posting it. This is from overseas, oh, literally for the purpose of causing dissension in our country. 
I can believe that. Russians. Yeah. Yeah, they're really Almost skilled. exclusively yeah. Russian. Yeah, yeah they're uh, Chinese terribly too. skilled. Oh, yeah. sure. Yeah. It's, no, I, it's, I saw this thing about uh, the evolution of Russia after World War II, and they realized that they probably wouldn't have the means to compete with the United States, but what they had was the ability to really be good at computers and trolling and hacking and words yeah, that probably to, evolved. We used to and, own that area, and it's not that way. Yeah, and it was, it was a conscious decision. As far as I know. You know. That they, in case the NSA is listening, as far as I know, we don't. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> but, uh, All right, yeah, Tris, I mean, well, we're winding it down. What questions didn't you ask our conservative friend? Oh, man. Um, you got a thousand. I've got a thousand. Man, I here. see words over there. Bring them yeah, on. So do a I. Lot so of words. I, I should stop yapping and let him go. He oh, no, man. You know, no, this is fun. Uh, I would like to ask you uh, your thoughts on January 6th. Um, it was a very bad day in, in our history. I'd. I personally don't think Trump had anything to do with it, uh, other than just telling people go go do your protesting. He took too long to, after the fact, to to denounce it. Yeah, it was a couple hours, something like that. Oh man! But uh, it was a bad day. Um, I would disagree vast, with you on that. The vast majority of the people that were there did not go into the the, the Capitol building. Most of them just stayed outside. Yeah, I've got a vendor supplier of mine who was one of the guys that was down there. And, and uh, a lot well, of people he, tried he got, and couldn't he, get in. Yeah, he got a he got a visit from the FBI not too long after that, and but. Uh, you know the, the people that went inside and, and did damage. Yeah, they they uh, they deserve some uh, repercussions. But uh, you know, I was, no, I was you know, a friend of mine that's a Marine veteran. You know, we were talking about it, uh, and then we were like, "Can you believe what is going on?" See, now I never would have dreamed that we'd see that in my lifetime. You know, that's 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 third world. Yeah, and a lot of people in court being asked why you did that. They say, you know, Trump sent us. I mean, Trump told me to do this. Trump said they're trying to steal our democracy. Trump saying they they stole the election. Go do this. Like there is. You might think he said it. And I, I don't know. I, there's some great sound bites from from his speech leading up to it. That Does I he think, need to stop saying that the election was taken from him. Yeah, it's over. Ed. That's been decided. Well, no, I know, but he's still out there saying they stole it from me. Well, he likes attention. Yeah, but who? That's a good I, question. Though. Should he stop saying? Yeah, I said he should. He should stop. It's it's decided. I mean, uh, do I like what happened? No. So if he if he's the candidate in twenty four, would you need, vote? For he him? don't need to be the candidate again. Well, that's not my question. If he is, would you vote for him? Depends on who's running against. Oh, see, that's a qualifier. I, I to me, Tony, January sixth, you got to. I mean, you're a smart, reasonable man. You got to say no. I couldn't vote for this guy because he is out there a year later saying they stole the election from me. I mean, that's maybe that's what Trisden was saying about the right and the left, that there is more, um, there, there are more volatile vo voices on the mm -hmm. right. I mean, you, you know, once you, okay, so you could be, you could be as far apart as you could possibly get right mm -hmm. left and right. But you have to agree that when you go to the voting booth and cast your vote, that that is legitimate. You've got a guy out there saying, no, it's not legitimate. And to me, there is nothing more damning for democracy than that. And I don't want to, you know, pat the back of the Democrats on this or, or whatever, or use it even necessarily as a look at us. But, you know, I, th I think Al Gore could have kept going in 2000. I think there was a point where Al Gore could have said, man, let's keep going. Let's get some recounts. But for the good of the country, he realized the and he best. certainly didn't spend the next year right. of the, 2001. You saying never saw him on an interview saying the governor, 
his brother, or excuse me, the guy I was running against <laughs> now, brother was the governor now, of Florida. Now, Tony would and, defend that, and I say this not to speak for you, but only what I've heard you say here for the past 50 minutes, that, you know, well, that's just Donald Trump, and he loves attention, and that's what he does. But my point is, no, that's dangerous, because he was the president of the United States, and there are a lot of people, as evidenced by the fact that they sat in a, in a courtroom and said, well, Donald Trump asked me to do that. So it is time for him to disavow, for him to step back, regardless of his ego and how much attention he likes, because he is running the risk of tearing apart the democracy that we all love. The actual U.S. democracy is in some peril right now. Not oh, the, the, the cracks are already there. Yes. The cracks are there. But see, I'm surprised to hear but you see, say, they, depending they, upon who he's running against, I'd still vote for him. I, I See, to me, that's I, Trump can't be voted for again. That's just January 6th was the deal breaker. And 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 keeping that charade going for a year, I mean, that's well, dangerous Well, I would say stuff. this. I would, I would certainly oppose him getting to that point. Okay. And, and, and uh, strongly. That's fair. That but if he's running against Nancy Pelosi, then. <laughs> well, <laughs> or Hillary. Actually, There's some talk about Hillary making a, a oh, comeback. And I don't want to see her. Yeah, the same. I don't, I don't she doesn't need her. to run either. Yeah, yeah no, right. neither of them need what to run. To the, Trump, uh, what happened to the the, the great uh, Clinton charity? You know, they never not get no, any money anymore. Yeah. No, no, I'm, yeah, no, uh, I'm not you know, here they, to. They had I think money Trump has one of those, too. You could probably put them side by side. I think Trump misappropriated some charity. And not just take away from the Clintons, but both sides. I don't think any of them are honest. Well, yeah, but no, I will you say, say that. And, but and there, there's there's noble people there, Tony. There's good politics. I know outnumbered. I, I know probably, but I know you are in that camp of man. I I can't stand the word politician. I, uh, it's such an ugly word. There's some fine people. I came there, here with the intent to, to 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 render a a, a a thought. Yeah. That I don't think we should have anybody in office in Washington over the age of seventy. Well, you know, my only you got grandparents. Yeah. But no, well, not not, not my anymore. Age. I don't either no, anymore either. I so parents. I have to take that back. Right. But but uh, think about people you know over the age of seventy. How good are they with, with modern technology? Well, that. But the only thing, and Tristan has heard me say this. The only thing I've never heard a conservative, any conservative, have a answer when I pose this question. Every every. Well, I've heard um, it before. I've heard you ask it. Yeah. <laughs> Every entity on the face of the planet benefits from experience. I don't know why politics are different, you know? And so that would be my only retort to that. My, 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 my thought on that is there's a curve. You know, when you, when you, when you got a brand new politician, yeah, they don't know that much. Okay. They get to a certain point and then, and they're, and they're effective and they do their thing. And then the rot sits in and they, and they become. Right. Corrupt. More, right. Or, I'll just use that word corrupt. Well, to me, I think you could almost have the best of both worlds. We allow the corruption in politics by allowing the money that we allow to influence all the decision-making up there. So maybe you can leave people in and let them get more experience and get better at what they're doing while taking out these special interests that literally control everything in Washington because they're allowed to buy elections and donate all this money. So to me, you could get the rot out, but of course, they don't want to vote that out because that's money that they're getting. True. And it's a huge well, and business. The, and the yeah. money comes from both sides. Sure. sure. Yeah. Wow. No question. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. No, it absolutely Yeah, that's does. not what he would say. Well, corporations shouldn't be able to donate. Okay. Well, labor unions shouldn't either. I mean, yeah. I'm fine. I'm completely fine with taking yeah, okay. Especially, no, especially right. labor unions that have uh, mixed membership. Okay. So right. you, you take you take uh, uh, dues from uh, all your membership and then you donate a bunch of money to one political party versus the other one and, and half, your, half your membership uh, disagrees. 
And, you know, we, say we killed yes. this hour so quick, Tony. So, again, like I'll we come do back. with all our guests. Yeah, you do. But I just I think we got maybe five minutes. I, I just and I think the whole reason Tris and I came up with this idea is just how do we find some way to tamp down this hatred? And I know I think Trism would say that well, we you know, social there. media says it, uh, social media fosters so much of it. But why is, you know, coastal America so distrustful or dismissive of flyover country and why does flyover country hate coastal America so much? What is that well, about? Well, it goes back to it's the condescending attitude. You know, you know, you know I be quiet, little man. I know more than you do. Fair. You know, that's 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 the impression that we get in the the country versus the left, the left coast and the right, you know, the, the east coast. You know, pointy-headed liberals is is a term that's been used, but uh, you know, I mean. In my opinion, it doesn't matter in, 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 in their mind. And see, I think that was part of the appeal of Trump is that folks in that part of the country that felt like they were getting dismissed or, or, we, or, or were, you know, well, dismissed, I guess would be the word, uh, found uh, somebody whose voice, um, you know, was, was representing them. And now it is a great irony that he was a, 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 a a, a, a New York, New York you know, million or billionaire, you know, there is yeah, some you irony in that. You don't get that. to be a mega real estate guy in New York without uh, having a great dad and a few rules. You know, I, I don't, I don't dispute that. Oh, not that, but I'm saying that it's, there's a certain irony that, that if, if the people who found, felt as though they were being dismissed in middle America were truly going to be represented, it should have been by somebody from here, you know, a John Kasich or, uh, you know, somebody who, who actually lives here. This guy found this great, you know, in, in my mind, he found a way to, to sort of, uh, I, I don't know that Donald Trump really cared that much about Tony Perkins. I wish he did. I care about Tony Perkins. I mean, but I like you too, Ray. <laughs> no, but I'm Aww, not we sure that Trump fest. was that guy. Man, I mean, love. I, we needed somebody. I don't know that Donald. Trump No, I agree was, with what you're saying, Ray. It, it is. It is ironic that the Central Kentucky savior, greatest politician sent by the Lord Jesus was a New York huckster that made his money kind of being shady in Hollywood and with real estate. But I think Tony's point is a great one that a lot of that hatred comes from people feeling as though they're just dismissed that, you know what? That's all right. I think you said it, little man, we got this covered. Yeah, that would. And that is sort of a purview of, you know, of the pretentious Northeasterner or the pretentious West coaster. Right. right. Oh yeah. No, it's completely, that's, that's fair. And there are a lot of people like that. And, and I've told the story, I think on the show, when I would go visit my family in California, you know, and, and you'll just, somebody will say, where, where are you from? You know, hear an accent or something. And it, it is very dismissive. Like the, the attitudes of the folks in, uh, you know, certainly in, in, in California, Especially New Kentucky. York. And, you know, we are, we are stereotyped. Oh yeah. We're, it's Especially West, West Kentucky. Virginia. And, yeah. and, and, and man, there's so yeah. many smart people here and, and, but it's the same there. Like there's also so many smart people in the coasts that are big enough and have traveled and, and know that, you know, there's good people everywhere. So it's just a matter of having these types of good conversations among those types of people to really realize that, oh, everybody in the center of the country is not a certain way and everybody on the coast aren't a certain way. I promise I've said my last word. We got to give him one more question because, man, he had like seven. Go ahead. One more. Oh, geez. Um, 
Let's see. I'll make make them quick. Okay. Um, Yeah, Yeah, we can do a speed round, Tony. (laughs) Everything's yes or no. All right. I got I to gotta sit up for this. <laughs> okay. Okay. So uh, I don't, do we want to pick on uh, Trump or ask a Biden question? What do you think? Uh, ask a Biden We've question. already picked on Trump. Yeah, okay. Ask a Biden so, question. So, uh, Tony, you sent me a, a message on Facebook that essentially alluded to who's really running the Biden government. I'd like to know. I don't think he knows where he's at most days. Well, that was my question. Like, I think he takes a lot of heat for being... Senile. Senile or old or whatever, but I don't I don't know that you've got a shadow government. And I think that's sort of one of these things that gets sort of pushed on the kind of fringe right wing QAnon type. He's just a puppet in the game of you know, know George that. Soros. He, he, he's got handlers yes, and they're they're you know I don't know who they well, are. Every president no president is sitting and reading well, I'm not, every now I'm not gonna tell you that the right. other other people didn't have handlers. They all have handlers, whether sure. you listen to them or not, I don't know. But but uh you know, you, you 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 watch him speak, and, and uh, you know, one day he says one thing, and the next day he says something else. You know, they've been playing recently uh, where he was talking about he was going to end the uh, you know shut down the virus, and, and now he says there's no federal answer. You know, that's that's Biden. I mean, I remember way back when he was first uh, picked as the uh, Democratic uh, nominee. A uh, friend of mine with with a company that that's since retired, but he said, "Oh, Pinocchio Joe." That's his nickname in Delaware, Pinocchio Joe. Well, yeah, that's probably you could probably make that that point for a lot of folks. Oh, like uh, yeah. Trump, I mean, told, like, I look at it and I go, hundred thousand lies or something." Yeah, yeah. they all do. I mean, right? That's yeah. But but I guess my point is, do you really think that he's not ca- like mentally capable to run the country? Like, is that sort of I'm a concerned. joke? I, I am concerned. Yeah, he might he might be okay. I mean, you, you, obviously he gets it together at least some. But there's other times when he you look at him and he. It just appears that well, and, he didn't know what he's doing. Ray makes the point, too, and I'll speak for Ray because he does that sometimes mm-hmm. for us. But during the debates, I think they painted got Joe Biden. Him, yeah. Well, they painted him as so stupid and senile when he came out in the debate and sounded normal. Like, I think it hurt Trump, yeah, they, and yeah, I think it hurt the right. Ex- yeah, they set bad expectations. Right. And right. it's, oh, this guy's so out of it and doesn't know where he's at. And then he comes out and has a well, normal he had, debate. He hadn't so, come out and talked to anybody up to that point. Other right, than, yeah. He, he was underground. campaign from the basement, as they said. Yeah, because right. he didn't have to. Yeah. But no. also COVID. No, but, and then COVID. that goes yeah. back to fatigue with Trump. Sure. Right. So, Completely yeah. agreed on that, too. Right. No, but I yeah, but yeah, I don't know. Again, I think with some of the conspiracy stuff, I try to not believe it unless I have proof. But again, that was one that always... I. I found to be a little weird because I don't know that that's, I mean, I obviously don't believe that there's some secret I'd like to person. see him answer some tough questions. He hasn't well, had sure. any yet. Well, and, and, and they, I mean, Trump used to go out there and he'd have a news conference and he'd just keep on going and going. And of course he loved it. You know, he just keep on going and going. They ask him whatever. And, and, and he, well, know well, he quit doing those too, though, for a while. Right. Like, no, he kept on doing them. He, he was doing them all the way up to the end. There was a point where I think he took like several months off, for, and and Biden did too. Like the, that's probably fair for both tri- uh, Trump and Biden. I would say there there were periods where there were they didn't want to come out and answer questions, right? Uh, I don't questions. know if this one. Got another on the, on the speaker. <laughs> oh man, let's see. Um, Accountable for all my Facebook okay. posts, and and this is yeah, we're we're holding you to account for every Facebook message you sent. So okay, so another one you sent, and and you're vaccinated, so I'll assume what you said was sort of a joke. But you had mentioned that the the booster, the vaccine booster, transmits something, a cell phone uh, data or connections. You don't really think that there's any type of. I don't remember concern. saying anything like that. It was. It was. I do remember seeing something that I thought was kind of funny. And basically, it said, you know, they told you to to take the shot that doesn't protect you from anything. So now you got to have the booster that protects you for the shot that didn't do anything, right. and then and, and well, wear the mask that doesn't work because you got to get the shot. And so yeah, I do remember something along those lines. But, but do you think there's any type of conspiracy with the vaccines or the masking, or do you? 
like, I don't know. I, I don't know if I to, say conspiracy. I will say this: follow the money. Some people are making a fortune off of this. You know, all of true. these shots and all of these uh, vac, all of these uh, you know, PPE. Some people are making a fortune. Where, Heck, where, Tony, where said, are where are all our representatives investing? I their said money? I wouldn't speak, but I can never help myself. I, I <laughs> follow the money. Forget about the huge, you know, the huge money that's being made at the highest levels of the vaccine and stuff. I think I think about a place like the local, and I'm not picking on them. I'm saying great for them. White House Clinic, who set up uh, a drive-through COVID testing everywhere. I. I I'm sure White you House can't really Clinic. Get tests now, but yeah. I'm sure White House Clinic had the best year in its company's That's history. That's because the government's paying for it in all that. 2021. Sure, sure. Yeah, White I House should Clinic say we're paying a, for it. People say the government had, we're paying had, for it. Yeah, they had a great year. You know, the drive-through, uh, which they were smart enough to set up everywhere. I mean, drive up, boom, and to Tony's point, you never saw a bill. I don't know if it cost me. Tw- and I oh, they're getting probably, paid. I no, they're probably, not doing that for free. Uh, they're getting paid. Uh, well, no, but I'm saying I don't know if it cost me twenty dollars, eighty dollars, or one hundred and fifty dollars to have that drive-through test, which I probably had three or four in that year. Well, it, but some, you know, yeah, White the House flu, clinic, flu shots ka-ching, are free. Ka-ching, well, they're not free. They're, they're not free. Yeah, you know, we're paying for them sure, via taxes, but uh, you know, right. it did, you know, there's there's money being made there. Well, you know, Absolutely, they wouldn't this, advertise it and ask you to do it if they weren't somebody profiting. Well, this is a bit of a sidebar, but, uh, you know, one of the things I thought going into the pandemic, you know, one of my clients is a local hospital and I thought, man, they're going to ramp up their advertising budget to let folks know, you know, if you're sick, come here, get tested, et cetera. Man, the local hospital pulled all their advertising and they, uh, didn't go bankrupt really were, were bare bones because they had to send everybody that was non-essential home. And there was a, uh, you know, a lot of surgeries and stuff they couldn't perform in different. Oh, things. well that's true. So yeah, they, that was, so that was, all, that was a problem with hospitals where yeah. all of those, yeah. um, discretionary elective surgeries, surgery, elective, elective thank surgery. you, all that stuff wasn't happening. That's right. where their money was at. Right. So yeah. my, oh, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah so, so I thought, oh, okay, well this is going to be great for the medical yeah, industry and a lot, of, a lot so of, so that might be the answer to my it, question. It, then. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't necessarily as good Man, as you, you got to come back. I don't know that we solved anything, oh, but we didn't I, come to blows. I, uh, yeah. You son of a, we'll have to have a cold adult beverage one of these days. Yes, absolutely. We, we go out and when, when the weather I gets warmer, uh, smack a golf ball. Yeah. Tristan plays. I'm in. Let's do it. Yeah. We got to do that. We haven't done it in a long time, but, uh, Tristan plays. And I'm just as lousy at it as I've always been. Yeah. Tristan plays golf weekly. Often, but weekly. Hey, hey, rim shot. Hit him, <laughs> hit him, uh, hit him straight and frequently. Thank you, man. That was great. I, I enjoyed. Thanks, Tony. That was yeah. a blast, man. Thanks yeah, for coming man. in. And since we are new to the podcast game, just a little bit, and don't have any sponsors. And before we hire that sales staff, I do want to take a minute to talk about the aftermath of the January sixth attempted coup, when right wing media and other liars said they were instigated by the Antifa in Trump clothing. And if this is the case, how come all the Republicans voting these days seem to want less investigation instead of more? How come the previous White House doesn't want to release much of what happened that day? If I have if I have to spend six years listening to hearings about Hillary Clinton's emails in Benghazi, then let's buckle down and get to the root of all those Antifa guys who stormed the Capitol. I say we spare no expense to go after any of those Antifa bastards who mounted a coup, killing and assaulting our boys in blue while destroying our property and our capital. I've never seen the right wing care less about the thin blue line than right now. So you want to see those Antifa guys? Let's get those Antifa guys that stormed the Capitol. We had four years about the Russian thing, (laughs) which still hadn't been proven. So, yeah. Oh, well, and that there's some there's some politics in politics, of there's course. Some politics in politics. Yeah. That's a great follow saying. the money. There's that's a that's a good saying. But politics it was a blast, Tony. Thanks, man, for coming yeah, on. Again, I, Tony, I, that was cool. It thanks, was cool, brother. Appreciate it. Cool. Ray, always a pleasure. On you. Yes, <laughs> yes. We'll get together again. Yeah, let, let's do it again sometime. Hopefully now we're doubled our listenership to. I don't yeah, know, Tony's going to tell five people, and that's how it goes. We're going to double. We're going to double our listenership. Yes. 
So, and thank you to Troy. Thank you to Nate. Well, and I'll tell them, and then they'll listen to it, and they'll go, "You didn't drag them over the coals." I don't want to listen to that. That's <laughs> you know, and I think what you're going to find a lot of times too, and I, you know, probably Aaron thought it coming in here, and, and and so many other people. But the problem is, it's really hard to come look somebody in the face that you can tell is probably a pretty good dude and be a jerk. Well, and it's never. And, it's, it's never been minor Trisden's intent to do that. I want to find how we can get along that. I know how we beat each other up and I know why we don't get along. Let's find a way that we can, you know, and I think this show was close. I think the to golf that. ball is a good idea. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Nice. So All thanks right. for listening. Like, and subscribe, Spotify, uh, Apple, iTunes. I listen on Spotify. Thanks. Thank so you. Do I. <laughs> I actually do too. So, yeah. yeah. So check us out. Give us a five-star review or a six if they make that possible. Yeah, absolutely. And listen again next week when we'll be back with more uh, fun Do what the Democrats do and go on there 10 times. There you go. Vote, do, yes, vote like <laughs> Democrats. <laughs> vote from each account. And yeah. All right, guys. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to Extreme Common Sense with Tristan and Ray. We hope you had fun and look forward to taking on another topic next week.